Hey guys, welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 70. I hope we're all having a fantastic Monday, Tuesday, whenever that you're you're listening to this. I'm going to launch this on Monday morning um, as we close into the final week of February. Crazy how quick this, this month and this year is already going by. Um, but I just want to start off this podcast by kind of bringing up a little point. Um, and I know we kind of discussed this in the last couple of podcasts or in the last podcast that we were very close to hitting 10,000 downloads on the podcast and we've now surpassed that. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you to absolutely every single one of you guys who have either downloaded, listened, shared, recommended the podcast throughout the years that it's been. I think it's about, um, what are we now, about two or three years old, somewhere in around there, maybe three. I believe through coming up to three in July, actually. I think I actually started on my birthday and just had a bit of a wave um, and I thought about it uh, on that day. And I just remember starting it on that day specifically. Um, so yeah, a massive thank you. It's a huge accomplishment. And here's to the next 10,000. So to kick this podcast off and to kick the first 70th uh, podcast uh, episode off is going to be around... Um, getting lean for the summer. So I can see most listens to the podcast are all going to be either in the UK or mainly Ireland, obviously, um, and around Europe. So this one's mainly going to be driven for you guys. But to be honest, for anyone who else has listened to it elsewhere, if anyone's listened to Australia is a big um, listening audience or the audience is, is quite large in, in here as well. Um, for next summer coming up then as well, the same thought process is going to be the same. So there's specifically six main tips here that we're going to run through. And number one, I know that I talk about it a lot, but it is absolutely one of the most important, if not the most important variables we touch on, because if we don't have the correct time <laughs> to be able to do it, kind of giving the point away, you're never going to be able to execute any other other variables that we'll discuss today. So number one has to be time timelining correctly okay and what that means is just giving yourself enough time you know it's it's very very simple but it's something that a lot of people get wrong they either try and diet for way too long and can't sustain it or they diet for way they give themselves way too short of a time to get way too much weight off and they can't sustain it as well okay so getting the correct timeline is going to be the key now, Josh, you're saying, how, how do we find out what the timeline is going to be? We simply reverse engineer the goal. Now, for those who haven't got lean before, this might be the first ever transformation that you run effectively. This may be difficult, but you can give a really good kind of educated guess. What we want to do is to first and foremost kind of select a or choose almost like a target weight that we want to try and get to. Let's let's say, for instance, we're an 82 kilo individual. Okay. That 82 kilo individual has in their mind, you know, either they've dieted before and they got to 75 kilos and they felt really, really good. You probably know it's going to be around there. Or if they've never dieted before, if they kind of analyze their physique and say, mm, I probably have, you know, 10, 10, seven kilos to lose or 10 kilos, whatever that it is, you can give yourself a good guesstimate. My advice is to add probably three kilos on top of your guesstimation because nine times out of 10, to be honest, in my early years of a coach, particularly online, I used to always underestimate how much the client needs to lose. Now I really have a good idea of, if I can pretty much say within a couple of kilos where we need to be landing. And it's usually always a lot more than what the client ever thinks. But actually when we get down to it and get to the end, they actually always say, oh God, I really did have to lose all that weight. So it's always probably a little bit more than you think. Okay. So if we know then we want to be around 82 kilos or we want to start at 82 kilos and want to be around seven kilos, 
excuse me, we want to be around 75 kilos. That obviously means we have seven kilos to lose. And if we're going to go off the the 1% of total body weight loss per week, which we'll discuss now in a second, calculation, that is 0.7 kilos a week, over nine weeks gives us 7.2 kilos loss, okay? So in essence, it should take us around nine weeks. Now, another point to this is to try and just give yourself an extra week or an extra two weeks, because this then allows for, you know, if the first week doesn't go our way, we're not chasing our tail. The first week is a really good trial and error week that we can kind of use as evaluation process. One week we might stall, another week we might have a, you know, a weekend away or something like that. Okay. So give yourself an extra week or two on top of that. So for this individual to lose seven kilos, I would probably be scheduling 10 to 11 weeks for us to do that. Okay. Number two. So once we've timelined correctly, we then want to, as we discussed before, try not to do everything too quickly. Try not to be way too aggressive because that aggressiveness cannot be kept up over time, which is the absolute definition of unsustainability. The target weight loss per week, in my opinion, that we should be trying to hit is around, give or take, 1% of total body weight loss per week. For that 82 kilo individual, that's going to be 0.82 kilos per week. Okay, Anywhere really between 06 and 0.8. Look, if it goes a little bit above that target, it's not to worry too much. We don't want it too much above that. And we're losing too quickly, which makes it unsustainable. But around that 1% total body weight loss per week should be ideally the goal. This is very researched. There's a lot of literature around it to show that we can maximize muscle retention in this phase. We can also then subjectively have much better biofeedback markers. That's our energy, our mood, our mindset, our ability to create or achieve nutritional accuracy. You know, all of these variables are stress management. All of these can be kept in a in a much better spot and much better zone. Whereas the minute that you start to titrate that up to losing one kilo, two kilos a week, all of these biofeedback markers that we get worse sleep, low energy, poor mood, poor mindset, we're more cranky and irritable. Our performance goes down. We're not progressing as much. We're regressing way more. You know, our energy is zapped. Our cognitive function and work is really low. Okay. So yes, for two, three weeks, when you see, wow, geez, I lost five kilos in two weeks. Can you sustain that? In my opinion, no. And you're really, really eating into a lot of muscle loss. And you're also going to eat into you really hating this process. And what happens is if you think of like a you know, a graph, the, the more aggressive you go down, the more aggressive you go up. How hard is that going to be to reverse that? If you've been starving yourself, losing that amount of scale weight every single week, and you guys are probably nodding nodding away or kind of a light bulb moment going, oh, crap, that's what I've done. You know, for years, I've been way too aggressive. And if I achieve the physique, first and foremost, if we even if we can even get there, that's the first thing, which is very, very hard at that pace to sustain for 8, 10, 12 weeks in a row. If we get there, what happens is we balloon back up immediately because we've been way too aggressive. So my thought process as a coach is to try and use literature to guide our decision-making process. And from using literature is 0.5 to 1% of total body weight loss per week. Anecdotally, in my coaching experience, that 1% allows us to reverse diet in a really effective manner. Okay. So timelines are incorrectly. We know how long we want to diet for. And we also know that we want to try and achieve 1% of total body weight loss per week and not try to be too aggressive too early. We don't need to jump in at, you know, you know, uh, uh, 10 cardio sessions a week, 300 calories a day, you know, nothing like that should ever happen anyway, but, but too aggressive to start. Okay. Number three is going to be to use the first week 
to trial the energy balance equation. Okay, so let me just kind of break that down. The first week is for trial and error, that we set up a nutrition target and we set up a an expenditure target. And we simply then run that for seven days with pure accuracy and we track scale weight measures across the week, okay? If we know that it's moving down at 0 0.7, 0 0.8 kilos for this 82 kilo male, I'm gonna use the example for everyone or female, female for that matter. If it's losing 0.8 kilos a week, then we know, perfect, let's keep this going. Let's not touch this energy balance equation because the calories in and calories expended equal 0.8 kilos lost per week. If it's way too much that so you lose two kilos in the first week and two kilos in the second week, then you know, whoa, this is way too much. Let me add more food back in or reduce the amount of expenditure I'm doing per week. If then you also don't get the result you're after and it's way too slow, then you know you can then make a change towards the energy balance equation, i.e. dropping calories or expending more energy. The main answer to which one you would do is usually around your lifestyle. If you're a very, very busy person who I made changes earlier to um, one of the guys on the Team Charlie's program, we discussed um his lifestyle, you know, being busy, you know, and having lots on and adding more cardio in for him would be very, very, very unapplicable because if he can barely do what we're doing at the moment, me adding more in, you know, just saying, I don't care. Don't ask any questions, just get it done. That's not coaching in my opinion. This is why these kind of cookie cutter, you know, copy and paste plans don't work. They need to be set up for you, the individual and your own lifestyle. So if you need to make the adjustments to your food, just make sure it aligns up to your lifestyle. Um, and if that's a drop in food or if it's an increase in energy expenditure. Okay. Anyway, coming back to the energy balance equation, that might mean that you trial, I'm going to shoot random targets off 2,100 calories, you know, two cardio sessions, 10K steps, something like that. And you run that every day for seven days. And then you have either you achieve the target, you don't achieve the target, or you achieve you achieve way too much scale weight loss. Then you can make those changes off the back of that first initial week. Okay, so use that as the trialing week. Um, number four then is going to be nutrition. And I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate of this. And to be honest, I think I'm going to be probably posting this post um. Uh, excuse me, uh, making a post on this in the next couple of, couple of days. Um, but the main thing with nutrition is to be eating foods that you love and enjoy. There are zero extra brownie points for making your life hard, okay? You don't get any brownie points for eating tuna and broccoli for every single meal or rice cakes and, you know, um, trying to think of something that's, that's not very nice, rice cakes and egg whites for every single meal. Now, if you love that, disregard what I just said, and <laughs> do implement that for yourself. For me, that wouldn't be as appealing. And um, I love you know, my food and I love to have, this is why people ask me, how do you stick eating the same stuff every day? It's because the food, the foods that I'm eating, I love my eggs, my bagels, you know, my salmon, my beef mince, my rice, my avocado. I love all those foods. So it's really easy for me to adhere to it. Okay. Week to week. So make your life as easy as you can sit down and write in as long as it's high nutrition quality, select the foods you love and enjoy that hit those calorie and macronutrient targets that we've trialed out in, in point three in your energy balance equation. Okay. Number five, train bloody hard. There's a huge misconception, 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 excuse me, which by the way, I used to do myself 
is to start to train with really high volume and oh we need to burn more body fat by training hard because it's, it feels like it's burning more in the muscle no that's that's nonsense not doing high high reps and 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 lightweight you know in essence in my opinion will probably actually lead to more muscle loss because the mechanical tension i i find it incredibly hard to train as hard on like a a 15 to 20 rep set than i can on like a an eight to 10 rep or a six to 10 rep set then I find I can provide much more mechanical tension load exposure with those heavier loads and train much closer to failure. I find it's my heart giving out or my lungs giving out in that 15 to 20 repper. So actually keeping your plan almost identical, if not, actually, I would argue this is what I will do with all clients and myself. Keep your program identical to what it was in the dieting phase, improvement phase towards the dieting phase. Keep it hard. Keep it heavy. Keep your load exposure as much as you possibly can. The main thing that you want to be doing is to try and retain your logbook numbers as much as you can, okay, to, to retain as much muscle. Think of it that if you're incline pressing X amount of load um, for X amount of reps, you want to try and carry that into your dieting phase. Now, the one thing is to not get unbelievably attached to the logbook. There are, if you're losing a good amount of weight, i.e. probably over 10 kilos, 10 kilos or above, you're going to be losing strength probably okay the more experience that you get the more um uh, what would i say more of a beginner that you are you may actually be progressing throughout this 10 kilo loss journey you know so with more experience and more load exposure becomes much more difficult to retain logbook numbers but go into sets thinking that you're going to progress them go into sets with the mindset of doing absolutely everything to retain logbook numbers because if you can do your incline press for 30 kilos for 10 reps, let's say at 75 kilos, and you you did it at, at 82 kilos as well to true failure, you are pound for pound stronger. You would be in a completely different weight class if you were to compete against that 85 to 82 kilo version of yourself, right? So if you can do that at a lesser body weight, which mu with much less stability, you are pound for pound stronger, okay? And then the final point and key point is to ask for help. Ask for support, have accountability, because we all and you guys will all know how to do it. You understand that you need to be in a deficit of calories. You need to be doing cardio and expenditure targets to keep you in a deficit. You need to be training hard. You need to be losing scale weight. You know all of that. <laughs> Every single variable that you you need, you understand and you you know it inside out. But still, you find yourself stagnant and just in the same place. You know, that's a really important point to note that if nothing changes, nothing's going to change. If you haven't achieved the result prior, why would it change now? So that, that's the reason why I'm sure that you're going in to listen to these podcasts. Try find the solution. There is no solution. It's, it's, the, it's the same stuff that you know. But because you don't have that support and accountability and someone who's a specialist in this to drive you in the right direction, you find it very, very difficult to actually achieve the result. So the answer is just simply to take action. You know, we're now about 12 weeks out from summer, 12 weeks out. You know, that's not too far away. It's only around the corner for us. And if you find that you haven't taken action before and not achieved the result, the likelihood is that's probably going to happen again, even with all this information that I've given you today. So take action now, you know, apply in for coaching via the link that's in the description. Book in a free call with myself, free consultation call, and let's kind of discuss your roadmap for success. Get the accountability, get the support, take action now and achieve your best ever physique in summer 2024.
If you guys have any questions about coaching or this podcast in general, please let me know. But again, a massive thank you for everyone who's listened. 10K, unbelievable. I'm looking forward to catching you all in the next one.